Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Eye on the Ball. And, you know, I just need a moment of silence for my Eagles team. Oh, it hurts. It hurts so bad. Yeah, guys, we had the Super Bowl over the weekend on Sunday night. Eagles versus the Chiefs. And if you guys have been paying attention at all, even if you don't follow football, you probably know the final outcome of this game. But that being said, we're going to go through it, give a breakdown of everything that happened, all the biggest points throughout the game. Really just talk about it, break it down, and break my heart a little bit in the process. (laughs) Because you guys know, if you've been following the sports show for any length of time, you know that I am an Eagles fan by a long shot. Die hard. Die hard Eagles fan all the way. And I was fully expecting them to win this game. And for most of the game, I expected them to win it. Um, But it was not to be, apparently. (laughs) The Chiefs just had to come back. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes had to be his typical Patrick Mahomes self and be absolutely brilliant throughout this game. (sighs) But enough messing around. Let's get into the breakdown. By the way, before we jump in, if I sound a little uh, a little down at the moment or a little down to earth, a little stuffy as well, I am a bit sick, so this will be a little bit of a low energy, lower energy episode, um, but I hope you guys enjoy all the same, and I am very happy to be here all the same. So let's jump into it here. My prediction for this game was 35-27 Eagles. I thought it was going to be a very exciting game uh, all the way through and all the way from the beginning. I thought this was going to be a very exciting game. Um, you know, both teams with elite offenses that can punish you with the tiniest little mistake. You know, you make one small wrong move, you go in the wrong direction, you get the wrong holding call, you know, whatever it may be, they'll punish you for it. Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco, um, you can go down the list of Chiefs players, and then over on the Eagles side, you have Hurts, you have A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Miles Sanders. You Again, both these teams have so many players that can hurt you in a matter of seconds, so it was going to be an exciting one from the very beginning, and I was correct about that. This was an absolute points fest. It was so exciting. This is one of the best Super Bowls I think we've had in years. Uh, this is better. This was a better game overall uh, compared to the Eagles Super Bowl win that I saw a few years back. Like this game was more exciting. It didn't have the same wonderful outcome, but it was a more exciting game through and through. So let's start out here. The Eagles started out with the ball in this one, and they looked like their typical dominant selves, coming out with a strong strong touchdown drive moved very quickly down the field in under five minutes they had the score at 7-0 that didn't last long though it really just did not last long at all the Chiefs came back and said anything you can do we can do better and Mahomes connected with Travis Kelsey on a beautiful touchdown pass 18 yard pass and they had it tied at 7-7 in just over three minutes so yeah you know, Chiefs are over here. We can do better. And they did. And 
it looked like things were going to go downhill for the Eagles right from there as they went three and out on their next drive. And Kansas City looked like they were about to take the lead. They moved the ball pretty swiftly into field goal range. Now, the Eagles did get the stop uh, to bring it to fourth down, but you thought for sure that it was going to be a relatively comfortable field goal attempt, especially with Harrison Butker, who has been very reliable for this Kansas City team in this postseason. Uh, he's done very well, hit some beautiful field goals throughout. And so you kind of figured it would be 10 7. No. He hit the post. He missed it. I I couldn't believe it. When you heard it clang off the post and you could definitely hear it, I was just in shock. And that was the end of the first quarter pretty much right there. And the Eagles took advantage of this. You know, they did take advantage. They took the lead once again, moving the ball downfield. And part of this was because of a Jalen Hurts bomb, an absolute deep shot to A.J. Brown, 45-yard pass for the touchdown, and very quickly, it was 14-7 to Eagles. Very, very amazing. It was, oh, this pass was beautiful, you guys. I cannot tell you enough. And now it was the Eagles' turn to stop Kansas City on a three and out. Very quick drive from the Chiefs on this one. Couldn't really get anywhere. Were forced to punt it away. But the Eagles did not take this gracefully. They did not handle this gracefully. All is on their next drive. Hertz fumbled the ball, kicked it away, and Nick Bolton recovered it, took it all the way down for a fumble recovery touchdown. Almost had another one later in the game, but not quite. That one was overturned. But this did allow Kansas City to tie the game up at 14 and just a rough time for the Eagles in that moment. An absolute blunder. Very unfortunate. And really, it was made even worse by the fact that when Hertz went to go step after dropping the ball, he kicked it. That's really what I would say caused this to all come back and haunt them so badly was just that he kicked it and Bolton was able to get it in open space and bring it all the way in for the touchdown. Painful moment right there for the Eagles. However, the Eagles did kind of recover after that. They settled back down. They had a very steady drive, pushing the ball steadily down the field and eventually did punch it in through Jalen Hurts once again, his second rushing touchdown of the day to make it 14 to 21 in favor of the Eagles. And after a quick drive from the Chiefs, which again ended in a punt, the Eagles were able to tack on three more through a field goal to make it 14 to 24, which brought us to halftime. And you know, I have to say the halftime show was interesting. You know, we had Rihanna for this one. No guess with her. There were a lot of suspected guests. Uh, Kendrick Lamar was a possibility. Jay-Z. There were a few names that were being floated around, but Rihanna ended up going into this show uh, by herself. And, you know, it was better than last year's. I will say right now, this halftime show, about 100 times better than last year's. Mind you, I'm an Eminem fan. Not so much a fan, you know, of Dr. Dre or Snoop Dogg or those other guys that performed in last year's halftime show, but uh, definitely an Eminem fan. But this show absolutely crushed that one uh, easily. And it was confirmed. It was confirmed later in the night that Rihanna performed this halftime show while pregnant with her second baby. I have respect for that. (laughs) I have absolute respect for that her first performance her first real performance in seven years and she does it pregnant to boot no definitely respect so you know a pretty entertaining halftime show uh it definitely you know it wasn't my favorite in the world 
it was pretty good all the same. But now we get into the second half, and this is really where everything changed. This is really where everything turned around. You know, towards the end of the first half there, the Eagles seemed like they were starting to show a little bit more dominance. They were getting a few key stops. Uh, They were pushing the ball down the field really, really well. But it was not to last. It just wasn't meant to last here. Kansas City came out in the third quarter, first to get the ball, and, oh, they made the Eagles pay. Now, mind you, The touchdown that they scored, I was not surprised about. The Eagles have had a tendency throughout this entire season to come out, headed into the second half, headed into that third quarter, pretty weak defensively. I cannot count the number of times we've given up a first drive touchdown in the third quarter. It's just always been painful to watch. It always makes you nervous to see whether or not their defense is going to be able to hold. And... While they were able to recover plenty of other times before in this season, they they did not this time. They were not able to hold it together, pull it back together after this. So we have it. We have the score uh, up to twenty four to twenty one. Eagles still in the lead. The Eagles did extend their lead. They they tried to get all the way in for another touchdown, of course, but they came up just shy, just couldn't punch it in, uh, came up a few yards short and had to settle for a field goal to make it 27 to 21. And we headed into the fourth quarter from there during Kansas City's next drive. And they punched it in. They, they took their first lead of the game to make it 28 to 27. A very strong drive. Again, the thing about these drives from Kansas City where they were able to score, um, they were all strong. Like, they were not these flukes, really. They were not these just, oh, it happened to happen type of plays. They were truly beautiful plays. Mahomes was on top of his game, even with the ankle injury and kind of re-injured it towards the end of the first half, but was able to stay in and really just played to his best in the second half. Everyone did on that Chiefs staff, him, Pacheco. Uh, Kelsey was a little more anonymous in the second half, but still played very well. And again, you could go down the list of players. Sky Moore had a huge second half. It was just great all around. So here we have the score, Chiefs 28, Eagles 27, Chiefs with their first lead of the game. (sighs) And this is where the nightmare continues. The Eagles went three and out, decided to punt it away. Probably the right choice since they were still, you know, fairly deep in their own territory. They were right around the 30. So pretty safe idea to just punt it away. Hope you get the ball back. Hope, you know, hope that you can make a good stop get the ball back with the score still close 28 27 or even 31 27 a touchdown could take the lead but oh it hurts it hurts the punt was a low line drive of a punt you know under 40 yards picked up by tony of the chiefs and brought it back 65 yards the longest punt return in super bowl history brought it down to the five-yard line before finally being stopped. We almost saw the first punt return touchdown in Super Bowl history, but they came up just shy. It didn't matter in the end. It didn't matter in the end. The Chiefs were able to punch it in pretty easily, you know, pretty much just walked right in and made the score 35 to 27. And this is where I thought, well, you know, 
I had the right score, but just flip-flopped it, you know, flip-flopped the teams, and then you had the right score. But no, the Eagles weren't giving up just yet. They tied it up. They tied it up at 35, and it was a beautiful drive, a beautiful drive for the Eagles in this one. Jalen Hurts threw another bomb downfield for Devontae Smith, and they stopped him just short of the touchdown from that pass, stopped him around the two, but it didn't matter. Hurts brought home his third rushing touchdown of the game. Brought it right up the middle for two yards to make it 35-33. And they converted the two points. They converted to make it 35-35 on a beautiful run from Hertz once again. But the Chiefs, they just were so resilient, you guys. They were so strong in this one. They could not be stopped. The Eagles could not stop them. And with a few beautiful runs, including a 26-yarder, they found themselves in the Eagles' red zone with the clock winding down and the Eagles had them stopped on three downs. They had them stopped on third down, you know, a little inside the 20 around the 15 yard line, but a late holding call on James Bradbury saw Kansas city get a first down at the 11 and a nine yard run brought them just, you know, just basically inches feet away from another touchdown, but they ran the clock down instead Brought it down to just seconds left, about 10 seconds left. Kicked a field goal, 38-35. The Eagles needed some magic to have any chance of tying this or winning this, and it was not to be. They fell short here. 38-35 was where it stood. That's where it finished. The Chiefs are Super Bowl 57 champions. And, oh. That's disheartening. <laughs> Going over this game, giving the breakdown, it's disheartening all over again. That's painful. This was such an amazing game. I thought for sure the Eagles had it, but the Chiefs just played so well, especially in that second half. It was absolutely a brilliant performance. As much as I want to say, you know, it was because of a lack of Eagles defense, which it was. The Eagles defense definitely wasn't as strong as it could have been in that second half. At the same time, the Chiefs just performed so, so well. You have to give them all the credit in the world for what they were able to do here. And Patrick Mahomes so deservingly brought home the MVP honors. Played so well, especially with that ankle injury. He didn't seem injured. He had some beautiful runs throughout this game. It was absolutely astonishing what he was able to do with that injured ankle and re-injuring it again at the end of that first half he still looked absolutely brilliant so I fully believe that he deserves those MVP honors no matter how I feel about how this game turned out it was it was an amazing game it was an amazing game this has been an amazing season and overall just I, I was very happy uh to watch this game i was very happy to see my team in the super bowl and i love the chiefs and i love Mahomes. so i I guess i'm not hating this win for the chiefs but i would have loved to see the eagles take it all the way but we have a couple other stories to talk about here lebron james last week became the all-time highest point scorer in the nba he broke the record and of course it had to happen literally the night um of tuesday the 7th so it happened on tuesday after i released last week's 
eye on the ball episode. So I had to wait an entire week to report this for you guys. But yes, LeBron James has become the highest point scorer in NBA history, breaking the 38,387 point record set by Kareem Abdul-Jadar. And he did this with a 38 point game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. LeBron James, he is going to go down as one of the most amazing athletes, not NBA players, athletes of all time worldwide. The things that he has done in his career, it's been absolutely incredible. I'm not even a huge basketball fan. I don't follow it that closely, but you have to put so much respect, so much respect on LeBron James's name absolutely incredible the career he has had and he's not done yet that's the crazy part is he's not done yet he's barely slowing down absolutely incredible finally i want to give an update on the manchester city fc situation and the investigation that the premier league is carrying out against them so last week i talked to you about this investigation the premier league i said was investigating manchester city for financial fair play rule breaches dating back to 2009 a year after they were taken over by their current owners and in that time I said that a points deduction could happen, but wasn't very likely. A fine was the most likely outcome. But what I failed to realize and failed to mention in last week's episode was that the Premier League is investigating the club for over 100 breaches of financial fair play rules. 100. I didn't realize this when I made the show before uh, last week, and that's where my prediction came from for just a fine. But with this, with this information, if any number of these are determined to be true, if they find the club guilty of breaking any number of these, any combination, any significant number of them, a points deduction is almost guaranteed in my opinion. Now, expulsion from the Premier League, still not going to happen. I do not see them getting expelled from the Premier League. They're too, they're too much of a massive club. They're too massive to be expelled from the Premier League. It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen where these teams get thrown out. You could look back at you know someone like Juventus over in Syria, but that, that's just a different story. You know, it just doesn't happen in Eng- in English. Yeah. It just doesn't happen in the English leagues. And so a points deduction, I can absolutely see that happening with that new discovery after I released the episode last week. Um, but an expulsion from the Premier League, still not going to happen. I can almost guarantee you that I'll be interested to see if there is a points deduction, how many points they do get you know, taken away from them. I can see 15 like I said last week, that's a pretty common standard. 15 points seems to be a pretty good rule of thumb. So I'm going to stick to that 15 points. And I gather we'll see that uh, probably next season if one does get imposed. I don't think that will happen this season. I think we'll see that in the 2023-2024 Premier League season. 
But that is the end of this episode of Eye on the Ball. We will be back here tomorrow with another episode of Idiots in the News. If you have any predictions when it comes to sports, doesn't matter what sport it is, baseball, you know, spring training is coming up. Teams are going to be reporting to camp any day now. And so that's coming up. The World Baseball Classics happening, whether it's NBA, NHL, golf, I don't care. If you have predictions, send them to us, whether it be through the BBP News account, my personal account. They're all linked in the show notes. So let me hear you. Let me hear you and your thoughts. But until tomorrow morning, you guys, we'll see you later.